0: My best friend Nicole, who's a straight woman, anytime I give her advice, she responds is like, Great, I did that and he blocked me.
1: Welcome back to That's a Gay-Ass Podcast, a podcast that asks, whose fault is it that you're gay? It is me, Eric Williams, and this week we have Chasme and Kendall Landreth on the podcast. I fell in love with them via the good old internet. They are comedians, internet starlets, and I saw them do a video together with the caption, POV, you come out as straight to your liberal parents. It has 43 million views, and as you can imagine, uh, in the video, their son comes out as straight, and they are not happy.
0: No son of mine okay. Okay. will be straight. Here's the thing. When you're young, you experiment. You don't, yeah, this is a face. You. I love you no matter... Honey? No, I'm
3: not doing this. Okay.
0: What do you think of Celine Dion? Are you just done with her? I don't know. He doesn't know about Celine Dion anymore. No.
1: It is such a delicious video, they are so funny, and their answers to the gay-ass podcast questions are divoon. truly. If you are in these United States, I hope you are having a great Thanksgiving week. I know that family time can be trying, triggering, cetera. And if you're not with family, I hope you are with chosen family, whether those are people in the real world, if it's people online, or if it's just simply the movie The Family Stone. And you're watching it for the 18th time this month. Stick around to hear about Gay Erotica, the hottest character actress of The Grinch. And at the end of the episode, listen for Chasme's Candace Bergen impression and let me know your political stance. Let me know you're listening by tagging me on Instagram at Eric Wills or at Podcast. And if you want more, go to patreon.com slash so you can get bonus episodes throughout the hiatus between seasons. That's coming up soon. Stay gay. That's a gay ass podcast with Chasme May and Kendall goddamn Landra. Thank you both so much for coming on this gay ass podcast. And thank you for standing by my technical difficulties. No,
3: you are know, you were, you were being kind. It was our technical difficulties. That we was all on us.
0: joined this Zoom call while we were both frantically running around and we're like, we don't know how to do this.
1: Well, for people who are as stressed as you say you're being, the amount of positivity you've brought into the meltdown, I envy <laughs> your therapist. Well, I was
3: gonna say Kendall and I kind of had our first fight today. <gasps> but it was there was no like exchange of words. It was just kind of like, hey, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. It was very fascinating to fight with you because Yeah, it was very interesting. Because <laughs> it wasn't a real fight. It was like, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. I'm I do arguing
0: very in a in a very MPR style. Like I like to be like, Okay, so we don't do passive aggressive here. Mm-hmm. So I just don't like the energy.
3: Yeah, and I thrive on passive aggressiveness.
1: Is this a reaction from people who yelled around you growing up, or is this something else? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> because, by the way, not that we're putting our parents on blast or anything, but I happen to grow up with two adults <laughs> who may or may not have been my mom and dad who did do yelling. And, um, any time I have the urge to express emotion, I push, push, push any volume, and yet that is too much for my Catholic husband, who grew up with <laughs> silent parents. So if I say I'm just feeling frustrated, he'll go, "Why are you yelling?" And I'm like,
3: <laughs> oh God.
1: "Sweetheart, that was a Jewish whisper." Um, but <laughs> since we're already going backstory. I want to ask you, for listeners who may not know who you are, can you give us the Inside the Actor studio, the BTS, of how did we get here today? You both have gorgeous followings on the internet, making silly, hilarious videos, but how did we get to you both sitting in the same room, having your first fight, and now you're on this gay <laughs> podcast. Can you tell me the BTS?
0: Yeah. Do you want to start? Do you want to... Who do you? No, you tell the he story. Ghost oh, her. Come on. Funny. Um, we met doing improv. I mean, it's actually funny because we met not that long ago. Yeah. We met doing improv during the pandemic. We both joined like a Zoom improv. Yeah, we were both like
3: New York UCB girlies, and yeah. then COVID happened, and then we were kind of. It was like.
0: We joined, like, this improv group that was on via Zoom. Yeah, it was. Which is a really sad um, point in quarantine. It's horrible. Where we were like, doing the way online that
3: improv. I'm waiting for you to speak right now and, like, being like, oh, there's a delay. <laughs> like, it's that. And you're coming out and you're like, I'm an astronaut. It
1: and then well. someone's like oh, it's like, oh, sorry, did you go? Timing is kind of important for improv, one might yeah. say. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, and it would be scenes where we would be like, we're all swimming. I mean, it was the, probably the worst. Like, I think I would rather have like a sex tape of me released yeah. than those improv zoom recordings <laughs> released like it was was so... it through
1: ucb or was it through an independent contractor that i'm allowed to it make was fun of
0: a uc it was like our ucb
3: friend like our teacher who was doing it and so she kind of like invited people so we were so it wasn't aff- uh, directly affiliated with you. okay okay <laughs> Did you were you but it was all
0: ucb
1: students was it expensive
0: no, it was it was pay what you can. Oh, okay. This say.
1: makes it I was going to put them on blast, but if it's pay what you can, listen, they're in the <laughs> pandemic. No, it
0: was their
3: normal $500 for <laughs> the class. Cuz UCB uh,
1: is famously not cheap. And There so,
3: is I think there is Zoom improv classes. Like, I, I think mean, it is a thing.
1: Listen, at this point there's probably like Zoom Lamaze, there's probably <laughs> Zoom like <laughs> True Zoom
0: Water
3: aerobics. I mean
1: literally, they're like, "And now pretend you're diving." Um so you have UCB <laughs> in your history, New York City, you both end up moving to LA. Was your internet stardom first or was, what's that backstory?
0: Well, you no, know, we 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 did, I mean, we both did UCB. It's weird. We never, we just never ran into each other. Yeah. UCB. Yeah, no. We never ran into each other. We met on this online Zoom class and we're like, you're so funny. And I started posting TikToks. Mm-hmm. I don't know when you started posting. I don't really know when I did either, but probably right after me yeah. i know you oh shut probably right after I-, <laughs> I created
1: you know um, <laughs> i made you did um, I mean, since kendall you had kind of dived into those waters first was it something that started during the pandemic where you're like i need this creative outlet and then you saw it resonating with people or were you like a fucking boss ass bitch with a deliberate plan to gain millions of followers
0: i mean in a sad sense, I was always trying to do something to become successful in any way. So I was always trying something. I was always doing... I was posting, like... But I was posting, like, sketches to to Instagram that yeah. were, like, full-length character... You know, that you would do at UCB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A four-minute character. Which, like, that's not going to go viral. Nobody wants to watch a four-minute, like, first beat, second beat, mm-hmm. third beat, you know, a video of one character. So I was always trying something like that but with tiktok i was like so way late to the game i like never was on it uh, even just as a viewer i didn't even have the app and then i started dating my my girlfriend and they had had a video go viral so i said well i gotta i gotta do (laughs) something to impress them i gotta do something to press i gotta steal that thunder i gotta show them that i'm higher status of course wait what was their
1: what was their video that went viral do you remember
0: it what i do it was um Barbie, it was like Barbies on the Mattel website that are obviously gay. <laughs> and it's just them like talking about videos um or talking about th- talking about Barbies that they think are gay. So then I posted a video and I was just like, I mean, I was like it was I looked so cool. I posted one video and it went viral. Oh, and now God. I <laughs>
1: And the rest Look. is her story. And
0: I still do that same character. That's my main character I do. <laughs> Can you believe it? I don't know. I'm just lucky.
1: <laughs> Sometimes the universe does her thing. And and <laughs> clearly the universe delivered the impression of your, do we say Midwestern mom? Do we say...
0: Thank you. Yeah, my Midwestern mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now I force Chad's to do Midwestern oh my God. dad. And well, was like, like, stop making me do this.
1: That's how I grew in love with you two as uh, a couple. Because, of course, I love you both individually. But I, I thought it was so exciting to have you both on together because of the fucking liberal parents with the kid that comes out mm. as straight Chaz, did you get into tiktok on your own like kendall and then you both teamed up together or was it like
3: yeah i think i started doing it during the pandemic did not have the um, immediate success as some people had um but i we can't win them all oh yeah geez, sorry we're not all you um but it was er, like like in 2021 i think I started and it was like I don't know, so dumb. And I'd like, like, occasionally they would, they would always, they all did like pretty well. But there was never like yeah. one thing I was doing. Maybe yeah. just because I'm more versatile than some other performers. Well, okay. Um, no, but um, <laughs> I don't know. And then at some point we were like, I think it was the liberal parents was the first one we did.
0: Yes. Together. Yeah. We were just yeah. like, we got to film. We got to film.
3: Some okay. Well, fuck together. both it of you just... because
1: the liberal parents was huge immediately too. So I think like honestly,
3: that was insane. And you know what's crazy about it is. I think the reason it did so well is because there are so many Republicans that will share it and be like, Uh oh, "Oh, see, these liberals or these Republicans get it. And it's like, we are so gay.
0: I've seen comments that have been like, how do I reach out? Like, how does anyone have the contact information of the boy in this video that I can send my regards to as if we are real parents and we are real, uh, we really are like so mad at him as if this is not a skit.
1: It worries it is me. So it worries yeah. me it was, that someone
0: sent me a link of it, it was on like
3: Trump something trump.com that someone has shared it and was like, these this this is a great or, I, but like thinking that we were Republicans making fun of liberals. And I think I know. To be honest, I think that's why it was so successful.
1: <laughs> because it got it got hijacked. Because by... I think Republicans are
3: stupid. So, I think it was like, oh, this, you know what I mean? Like, it was just getting kind of getting shared by everyone. Listen, but...
1: whatever it takes, um, <laughs> if it's going <laughs> to sort of go full circle, that it's such a satire that all of a sudden Republicans are like, this is exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But since you are two queer Call me I do need to ask you the famous gay ass podcast question. And Chaz, why don't we start with you? Whose fault is it that you're gay? Who do we blame, babe?
3: Uh, I so this. I feel like this is a little on the nose, but my parents named me Chaz, <laughs> which is like, and and here's the other crazy thing about it is like uh, my parents did not receive me being gay well, and we still don't really talk about it. Stop. I'm from like central Florida. I'm from like rural. A town called Date City, Florida, which nobody knows. And um, yeah, I they named me Chaz because I'm like the fourth Charles in my family. But they name me Chaz, which is not a name you give to someone you do not want to be a flaming homosexual. Is like, your is birth,
1: birth certificate Charles or Chaz? Charles. It's Charles, but I'm the fourth. And they were like, okay, so he's definitely Chaz. So basically right. they put spirit fingers on the name Charles and exactly. you came tumbling what? out into the splits.
3: And then when I was six, my mom said, "Put him in dance class." (gasps) There's photos of me. I was the only boy in this dance class.
1: Do you understand that your mom, even if you were not received well as a gay person, she subconsciously really wanted to have a musical theater tap dancing faggot trainee.
3: Oh, she raised you. Oh, she raised me. I'm like, this is you. You guys. I'm exactly what you raised me to be. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> what um style of dance were you first in? It was um there is a photo of me.
3: I'm like in a in a sequin like suit and I'm holding a clapboard because <laughs> I was like the guy I would like tap out and like all these girls would come out and they were
1: like the show girls. Yeah. Um
0: Oh, I was always so jealous of the guys in dance class because there's always one and he's a yeah. summer of everything.
4: Oh yeah,
3: I was.
1: But there but, is there is that token one boy that did a ball change and the rest is history and then his parents put him oh, in yeah. class and then them oh, being yeah. the center like i'm sure statistically speaking ryan gosling is probably one of the only boys like who came out straight from being the young well this is now me sounding like dance is gonna actually make a person gay but i think that that people who are but naturally you have to be
0: aware people have, have to, to be, be aware that
1: people who are naturally inclined towards dance who mm-hmm. were probably gonna at one point at least Taste a cock? Um, <laughs> did you? Did your parents
3: have I tasted a cock? Oh, no, have you ever tasted a, a cock? Okay, I have. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: and what do you? What do you? Do you like the taste of dick in particular? <laughs> uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> so then, I'm not so, out. I'm not out. Yeah. <laughs> well, your um, watch. Never mind. It's, it's a very sensitive thing because growing up in the middle of Florida, I'm sure. You were not exposed to a ton of, like, proud gay people growing up, right?
3: No, it, I didn't come out until my senior year of college, the day before my graduation. Oh, my God. Which is God. crazy.
1: Did you, you tell imagine? your parents
3: right around then? No, I didn't. I moved to New York, and I was like, when I moved to New York, I'm not going to be gay. Like, I'll be honest. I'll tell. I'll just be Chaz. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, <laughs> um, no, and then I... Wait, what in your yeah, mind was that? What is, is Chaz, was I was just the, like, I'm
3: not, because I was like, all through college, I was like, I'm not gay. And here's the wild thing. I majored in musical theater. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it was not a. It was not like, I was like, there was no gay people
1: in our musical theater program. Well,
0: and I think people it get defensive. I think some gay people, I think some gay men who are in musical theater get defensive. Or dancers. Where they're well, like, it's not- people censor. like me,
1: I'm a part of the fucking, fucking problem because I was like, well, you know, dancers are gay. And I'm sure you were told that your entire life oh, and totally. so you wanted to rebel against that. Right, and then you're right. thinking, oh my God, if they're right, did they actually make me gay? Am I gay because yeah. of the dancing? Like, I'm sure it's very fucking it's confusing. confusing where you eric it's me i'm (laughs) why i'm gay (laughs) because
0: i was i was watching dance moms miami a while ago because i clearly have watched all the seasons of dance moms and all the spinoffs and now i've moved on to dance moms a single show that is currently streaming Mm, i could never but i could quote every reality show from 2005 to 2012 um but there was this little boy on there who's like Uh, He was like seven years old and he's already being like, everyone thinks I'm gay, but I'm not gay. And I'm like, how do you know if you're gay or not? But he's like already being like, no, I'm not. And I looked him up. He is gay. I looked him up. <laughs> <laughs> he is gay. No,
1: he's out. Spoiler alert: He absolutely <laughs> came out. But the thing, I, I, I like identify with you, Chaz, because it's you're literally given the name Liza with a Z, but uh-huh. the Charles version. You then are fully tap dancing, surrounded by women, girls who become women eventually, <laughs> and then you're like thrust into this world of musical theater that you know that you love, that you're passionate about, and then people assume that musical theater people are gay, like. It kind of must have fucking sucked until did you go through a period of shame relieving like once you came out? Because I'm sure it was not like, okay, I'm out now. I'm super happy about it. Right.
3: Yeah. No, it was my senior year of college. I was like secretly kind of like dating guys. Like it was like very much between like me and the guy. Like it was Mm. a very odd time. It was like I couldn't I didn't tell anyone. And then when like it was like dramatic and like whatever. And then I moved to New York. And I was like, I'm not going to be I'm not gonna tell anyone I'm not gay. Like I'll I'll be honest. I'll just like I'll just be chaz. And like they can assume because like I'm gay. You meet me and you're like, he's gay. Yeah. There's no like, come on. But I think in college I was like I had my hair down. I was wearing, like, Sperry's and, like, Guy I had Harvey I your hair shows. down. i <laughs> said it as the this lock. <laughs> like, I let mean, my hair loose. I normally have, like, I, I wasn't doing, like, I wasn't styling my hair. Right, right. It was, like, however I woke up, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's just me. It's just jazz. So. It's
0: just jazz. Your roommate's like, stop saying that when you wake up. I yeah. don't care. I was an RA. I did
3: not have a roommate.
1: Oh, you <laughs> okay. were an RA, too? Oh. Yes. This is really, really interesting, and and, and a, a good look into the background of it all. Because I, I find that when you see people like you, Chaz, who are just like incredibly funny and comfortable with the gayness of it all, now it's it, I would have never known that that was your journey to here. Yeah, it.
3: no, it's freeing. It's, it's but it's also it's fair. I mean, it's not new. I'm not young, but like. I only came out when I was 20. I think I came out to my parents when I was 23.
1: i mm-hmm. I'm 28 now. So like it's 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 still oh my gosh, very, fresh, you're,
3: very new. Like it's
1: it is you know. it is honestly it's I want to commend you for even sharing that and that journey because it's I do think when you zoom out you are still in the the not deep deep full I guess I'll say you're not At the way end of your journey, you're obviously not Mm. at the beginning, you've lived a lot of lives since you came out. But that I mean, even five years from now, it's gonna double your time. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just amazing to be able to like live so strongly in your truth. Now, when five years ago, you were mm-hmm. in a very yeah. understandable, very fearful, fearful place, and so I'm even more excited that you're on a gay ass podcast right now, and mm-hmm. so excited you're here with. When I say the, when I say Kendall, you're like, no, it's more Kendall.
0: No, Kendall's thank right. Thank right. My parents just. Spelled it wrong. I don't know why they spelled no, you it both
1: have you both have Liza with the Z s names, just oh, like yeah. the Midwest Florida version. Um, Kendall, whose fault is it that? You're gay. Who do we blame?
0: Oh, to be honest, there's so many people, but I really think, so I was thinking yesterday about a moment that really changed me mm. and put me on a really lesbian course. And when i was I was probably like fifteen or sixteen, my mom had a Kindle. And I, a kind like a re- reader Yeah. I ha- no. Well, I for some reason, was like, oh, everyone thinks I'm talking about me because my name's Kendall, which no one probably thought. <laughs> um, but she got, like, a Kindle. And I was like, I had not read at that point a book in years. I was not a reader. I have, like, a- I'm really bad at reading. I don't read ever. I downloaded this book on her Kindle. It was called Waiting in the Wings. And it... <laughs> supposed to be i of course didn't read what i read like two sentences of what it was about and it was about a girl who was on broadway and i was like oh my god i'd love to read that (laughs) it is the smuttiest novel lesbian novel ever it was just on my mom's kindle i read it within two days i was locked in my room my mom (laughs) it's so embarrassing looking back because i'm sure she looked at it because it was on her kindle and was like uh, you're reading porn on my Kindle, but she just kept saying things like, "You're get, you're just getting through that book, aren't you? You're just getting right through that book."
1: <laughs> I'm I'm fully I'm fully gagged. I'm gagged because I thought you were just gonna be like a gay little girl that read a book about Broadway, and now this fucking synopsis I'm reading. <laughs>
0: It is horny. <laughs> so
1: listen, so this it goes through this whole thing about how Jenna McGovern has spent her whole life training for the stage and then talks about how she like graduates, blah, 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 Broadway, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes to her new co-star is talented, beautiful, Adrian. generous, and the utmost professional. As the two women grow closer on stage and off, they must learn how to fit each other into a demanding lifestyle full of unexpected twists and difficult decisions, but is Jennifer ready to sacrifice what she's worked so hard for in exchange for a shot at something much deeper. Fucking, okay, It wasn't, I, w- I was hoping they were going to get to like the, the two. Wait,
3: was your mom reading this book? Are you, you found No,
0: it? I bought it on my mom's kindle how did you find it is this a bestseller like no (laughs) i honestly looked it up and i had a tough time earlier today to make sure i'm like i remember this right then it was i think it was called waiting the wings i looked up it i don't think it's a very popular book i think (laughs) i looked up because i decided i wanted to go to acting school so i think i was looking up like movie like books about new york city with a girl and i i don't know it had just come out maybe broadway, i don't know girl and girl. girl yeah and it is like by the like,
1: way broadway it is or- it's listed as one of the best lesbian romance novels for the 21st century on goodreads so um I
0: would, I would
1: <laughs> well listen for anyone listening that wants to have girl on girl broadway fucking, I mean, Waiting in the Wings by Melissa Braden Go absolutely off. It. Wow, what a beautiful way for you to get an insight into at a young age, the theater lifestyle and the Leslie lifestyle.
0: Yes. Well, and now it, it's really nothing's changed for me because I'm a big reader now, but I only read books like that. I like will not <laughs> read another book. I've read, well, I read Michelle Obama's biography. And then besides that, it's, I read Becoming, famously besides,
1: very, very smutty.
0: Yeah, a lot of people don't know that, and I tell people, I'm like, read to the 16th chapter, and you will be surprised. Um, but I, besides that, I only read these like smutty lesbian novels, and I'm like, listen, a book is a book.
1: Wait, you really are the lesbian midwestern mom like that is so you go to the bookstore and then you get the paperbacks that are only romance novels but you will only read lesbian versions that's actually kind of reclaiming the midwestern experience but in a very gay way and i think that's camp i think that's chic
0: thank you so much i love them because i recommend them to everyone they're so bad a lot of them some of them are great but a lot of them i always compare them to kind of like a hallmark movie like and that's what I love about them there there's nothing like that dramatic in any of them. I mean there's there's different types but a lot of them are like like I read this one about a girl who went to her aunt's Christmas tree farm and then she like fell in love with the girl who like cuts down the trees, but then they like had a a, a love-hate relationship and they were kind of enemies. And then they someone's trying to like sell their f- Christmas farm and it's just very Hallmark, but it's like lesbians. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's gonna have a happy ending. I know nothing that crazy is gonna happen. And it's like written like texts. Like it's written like me texting. <laughs> so Listen, let just- it be
1: known that erotica can get the job done growing up i fully would go to nifty.org and read stories about
3: (laughs) nifty.org
1: i would read about a young guy young boy going camping we'll say hopefully with like either a step uncle or something very non-related but knowing nifty.org there might have been blood relations but i love the 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 young person and the daddy relationship ever since i was a kid and reading that fucking licked my fucking liquor like the way you don't believe but this is an interesting thing about the lesbian culture of it all that i'm curious to pose to chaz i feel like what you're reading kendall is the aunt's Christmas tree farm. The falling in love with the, the the daughter of her, and it's it's very it is emotional and connected. reading so heavy right you, now, and you should, and you fucking should. <laughs> but Chaz, do you think for gay men? Do you think gay men are as attuned to reading erotica these days? And if not, what would you personally like to read if you had a book such as that? Oh,
3: God, I've I've never read gay erotica.
1: Really? Never, so oh, did you
3: even man. like? What was did you book? know what nifty.org was Nifty. i knew de- i knew nifty.org but it was like you were an author like, on the website was but you never like, read <laughs> you've read my things um no but i have never like i've never like had a i don't know like what's that what was a movie that was just became a movie red white and royal blue oh yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah my ex-boyfriend loved books
1: <laughs> <laughs> i love that's an insult
3: and i was like oh uh, yeah loser no but i was always like yeah i'm gonna read this and i would always buy the books but i would n- literally never read them yeah. so
1: um Reading you know, is I hard. Reading is hard as an adult, I would say, and that's coming from someone that like g- like grew up really like I was a magic, gay. Like I'm talking like um Chronicles of Narnia, mm. uh, every role doll book. I read I read yeah, that. Yeah. I read
3: Harry Potter, but I feel like it's the gay. Like I don't know. I...
0: Reading as an adult feels like you're putting on like a show a little bit, where mm. it's like you're so busy, and then you like. Everything is so stressful and you're like have so many things to do. And then you like sit down and light a candle and like read. a book. Yeah. it just feels like it's what, so, is what am I doing? Well,
1: that's I think it's like the I will say adults who read are more evolved because they are actually taking stock in their mental health. And like it's so much better to do that than look at your phone or whatever. But my husband, Matt, has his own Kindle, not to be confused with Kindle and he reads now a ton and this is and it's like so amazing and so he got me a kindle for my birthday and i've not read a single e page however i fully intend to do so because it is it, it, it is so good for the soul and i think you know yeah, my I'm platform
3: I'm so sorry. I'm not anti books. Yeah, I you're you're do read. Get... I do read, but I, I've never read like gay books. Is what I'm saying. I've, you got to. Also, it's into... probably my shame of being like I'm not going to be seen reading this book. Like on a New York subway, i always read. I'll well, say, that's no, why I'll you always... got to get a Kindle. Uh,
0: because I seriously, wait, wait. I am so bad. I will not read. I mean, I didn't read a book for probably. I didn't read it all through high school. Failed every test we had on books. I just didn't read them. I like never read an ever until like recently. And I'm like, just start with something. I think sometimes people try to buy and read books they want people to think they've been reading. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, Where yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to buy this like, self-help book or I'm going to buy this like, really intense biography that everyone's talking about. It's like, just read something you want to read. Like, you can read anything. And if that's Delilah Green Doesn't Care, which is the last lesbian smutty novel I read.
1: <laughs> Delilah Green Doesn't Care? What does she not care about?
0: anything but then you find out at the end she does care about everything well
1: duh um it it sounds like a like a lesbian judy bloom or like what's the what's the one that's like junie b jones is fucking pissed (laughs) who wrote junie who wrote junie b again
0: judy
3: bloom Oh, no. Junie B. Jones.
0: No, I know, but isn't that also an author? Yeah. It probably. is. Oh, it is.
1: Oh, I don't know. Oh, but, Judy, but Junie B. Jones was written by Barbara Park <laughs> <laughs> and illustrated by Denise Brunkus. No no, no names I've ever heard before. Um, but yes, Judy Bloom is absolutely in that vein. Um, well, listen, I think, you know, we don't like to get too political on this podcast, but I think we've all agreed that books are good. And I think that, that was book. really important that we <laughs> took that stand. <laughs>
2: Now,
1: while we dive deeper into both of your histories, I want to ask Chaz a question. You have some very funny videos about, uh, it says your friend who's been on two dates with the same person. And of course, it's the, the person that we've all been. I know I've been, which is like someone who is head over heels. You've created your entire love story, even though you've hung out with a person twice. Chaz, these videos feel very specific. Are you a nightmare to date?
3: One thousand percent. And that first video that I did was I had just started dating a guy for a week, and I was literally saying all of those things. And then I was like, "Oh, this is a video." And then as as I'm doing, and then it, who I'm filmed like, the video? The second one, the boy. <laughs> that the first video was about filming the second one because now we're dating, and now he <gasps> films all of my
1: videos. Wait, Chaz, this is not the ending I thought. I thought you were, were going to say you totally fucked it up. How did he know? How did how did he feel about that video? I think he was honestly flattered because I mean it's heightened. I'm not like actually
3: right. I'm crazy. Yes, yeah, like, sure. I mean but I'm not, not I mean, crazy. Really it's okay to say you're crazy. <laughs> I mean Kendall like was there for the whole thing. I was like, oh yep. my god, I love this guy.
0: I think I love him.
3: Like it was literally honestly very similar to what I was doing.
0: I'm glad it worked out though because I I give horrible advice. Like I am I'm so like overtaken by like how sweet something is. We were like at a this craft house we always go Which, to. They know Kendall by name. And because I'm because there. they're internet famous, but just because, yeah. I am there every week. I'm getting the garlic parmesan boneless wings. I bring everybody there. Um, I love it. And we were there, and Chaz was like, what should I say? And I was like, you know what? You This was after, like, your first date. I was like, you know what? You should just be like, this is what I want.
3: Like, this is what I want, and I want you. It's just such a lesbian thing to do. She it was like, is. just tell him, like, tell him what you want. Like, don't even play any games. <laughs> and it's like, gay men play games.
1: But honestly, but that's, also... like, not bad advice. That's no, not it wasn't. Bad and, advice. I,
0: and I'm and, not, seeing... and look at you now. We're engaged. No, but we're engaged. My, <laughs> street, my, my street, my street. One of my best friend, Nicole, who's a straight woman, anytime I give her advice, she responds and is like, "Great, I did that," and he blocked me, <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm so well, sorry." Straight men don't respond.
1: I was gonna that. say, no. straight when you're when you're dealing with a straight man, it is the wild, wild west, and they are. And again, I have to, I hate, I have to give the disclaimer because I have straight brothers, I have friends who are straight <laughs> and men, sisters. and I and straight sisters, <laughs> and I will tell you that straight men are the least evolved species on this planet and there oh. are exceptions but I'm sure the majority of people dating and who are being clear about what they want if the man is running for the hills they are probably saving themselves from a lifetime of non-communication. Did you f- I mean, I'm not even a love is blind girl but this most recent season I like skimmed through because I, I I wasn't super attached but there was this very handsome straight guy with blue eyes. I think he's a firefighter. Something like that. And he's kind of charming in the pods. And then the second he's out of the pods, they meet each other. It's the blonde girl. And they're like, there's no, he's yes. being really awkward. Wait, and is then, he the
0: one who wore an American flag?
1: Yes, he's always wearing American flag. Yes, exactly. So like oh, you yes, uh, yes. you already know like politically what he's coming from. You already know like whatever. But he was kind of charming with, with a wall in front of him. And then the second he got out of the pods, he showed like the worst version of a straight man, which is who cannot have a single moment of communication about their feelings and they completely shut down to the point where the other person feels crazy that's exactly what i'm talking Is about when i talk about like, like the straight man.
3: you don't need to wear makeup mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes he's like yeah yeah i mean all all this to say that dating advice about like being clear about what you want because by yeah. the way matt and i when we first dated we went on one date and it was like it was a, a really enjoyable time and i was about to go out of town for a week and so I said, hey, Matt, do you want to go out again tomorrow Yeah, because I'm going out of town? And he was like, said, to- yes, totally. And then yes. we like had our first kiss and he came home with me.
0: Uh, because that's the thing when you meet, and this is what I I really do stand by. I think that maybe if you on a first date are like, not with that person, you're not like, I want to be with you yeah. right now. And I know, but to be like, this is what I want. I want a relationship. I'm looking for a relationship. It's like who that will scare away is probably a person who's like a little avoidant, who you probably aren't compatible with anyways. And anyone who is not afraid of that is compatible with you. So it's kind of like I think you'll have a lot of people be like, "Oh no!" But it's like that way, it saves you a lot of time.
1: And honestly, if you if that person does feel avoidant and you want to play it safe, you can still say, "Hey, I really like you and want to see you again." Um, and if they and it, when it comes up in conversation about like how dating's been going, it's like, "Yeah, I'm looking for a relationship and it hasn't happened." Like I think that is there are ways, but as long as the umbrella is honest, direct honesty. I think like that saves yeah. a lot of time. Um, how long, Chaz, have you been with your boyfriend?
3: Almost three months, which is no time at all. But I will say, Stop I was it. I dated a guy for four years, and it was just like yeah, yeah. this is like my first relationship where there's like truly no games. Like there's no like there's no yeah. like oh I'm feeling this way, but like I want you to say you know
1: what I mean. There's none of that, and it's so. Horrifying. And you're also you're in you're in the honeymoon phase, right? Oh totally, yeah. It's the best fucking part of I a relationship. Know. You should, you should live every I'm sure you are, but I'm just gonna put out into the universe for this for you and anyone in their in their honeymoon phase, like you better be fucking present as hell because it is oh, yeah. so those that is magic. That is a drug in your brain. You're under you are under the influence of drugs right now, Chaz. hmm And also my relationship.
0: Mm, yeah. <laughs> and also. yeah.
1: Um you're like, uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ketamine, of um... But
3: really quick, you, speaking of books, you know the book Attached? Oh my god. Do you know that book?
1: I've heard of, and... Because well, uh, like classically... you, you
3: just brought up avoidancy, like, I remember I when I first broke with my...
1: Okay, well, I'm not gonna get into it, but like, when
3: we broke up, Kendall was like, you gotta read this book.
0: <laughs> a book in which I have read 25 pages of i read 25 pages of it and then i literally acted as if i wrote it i told every person about it but it really did change my life because here's the thing was 25 pages well in the first 25 pages it says if you're anxious attachment which i was at the time i've gone to this was years ago so i've gone to a lot of therapy i think i i like to think of myself as secure now but mm-hmm. yeah i know i'm sorry you've heard this so many times but i um, i think i'm anxious
1: like, i'm 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 a yeah. I'm front row keep going
0: Yes, it was like if you are anxious, and obviously everything is nuanced. There's a spectrum of people. Mm-hmm. Not everyone and you, fits can into, like, you, can you can be, be like you can be a mix. mix, of two. Yeah, but it was like if you are fully anxious and you're dating someone who's avoidant, you should not date them. And I think it was just like very like no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's actually very helpful for me because I, um, yeah, I pretty much it was basically saying avoidant and anxious people are very usually end up dating each other mm-hmm. because they cause, because what an anxious person will feel i the person who re- writes this book is going to sue me they're gonna be like you go and talk about this you're fully incorrect about all of this you
1: you've read a, you've the read three percent of the book yeah. um
0: but it was like if you're if you're anxious, when you meet an avoidant person, you're going to feel sparks quote unquote, Mm -hmm. but those sparks are just you feeling anxiety. And so you're misreading it because you're like, Oh, and so then when a person, and I always found this, I would go on dates with people where I was like, Oh, they made me feel so comfortable. I, we got along so well, but like, just something was missing. the romance the romance is missing. but that's not bad. That's actually good because what's missing is your anxiety around that person.
1: Holy cow. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah. a lot there's a lot to unpack there because, um, I think historically speaking, one might say that my husband started avoidant. I started anxious sure. and we're both on our journeys. But I will say that that totally tracks about the spark. and it's actually kind of it is a revolutionary thought that. I think part of the reason I, when I flirt with guys, which I'm still want to do, one of my favorite types of guy is similar to Matt, which is, (laughs) first of all, classically handsome. If you have a light eye, I am on my knees. But then if there's a bit of a shyness Mm -hmm. that I know that they're underneath the shyness wanting to break out of their shell. But I get off on, like, being the person to poke the buttons and see them break out of their shell. And that's probably yeah, also yeah. anxiety.
0: <laughs> well, and I – yeah, because I think it it rewires your brain. Even just reading it, I was like, oh, now it makes me less attracted to a person when I get anxiety. Instead of being like, oh, my God, this is so special. It makes me like, oh, you, are like, have to work on some stuff.
1: <laughs> but it also can – it can apply to friendships, too, I think. Like, there's yes. the yeah. – feeling of comfort that i think the older you get the more you like you're saying you prioritize and it, it is i mean that is even though you only read a page of the book i i'm <laughs> yeah. taking what you're saying as gospel
3: pages. thank you but i will say i will reference the book i during that time <laughs> in my life i was like wow kendall this book is really good like and it's like sixth chapter and Kendall's like i did not know you only read 25 <laughs> pages because i definitely talked about this book with you a lot so <laughs> you're a freaking liar i think <laughs> that
0: i like read the 25 pages and then deduced a lot i was like well I can write my own book about. Like,
3: this. You're like I, I think get the gist. The first are a good summary of thing. Yeah, book. I get the gist yeah. of the whole thing. Um,
1: that is that is incredible. Uh, Chaz, what do you? What would you say is your attachment style?
3: Nightmare, nightmare. Yeah, it was the fourth. Um, no, I, <laughs> I, uh, I would say my last rush, but my, I don't want to. Talk, speak poorly, but I think I was like, I think I was anxious. I think Mm. I was anxious in the last relationship, but I do find myself more avoidant normally in new relationships. Yeah, and then I feel like once I get to know someone, I'm kind of anxious because I'm like, I I I invested all my time in this person. Like, I want it to go somewhere. You know what I mean?
1: again, that tracks because I think the avoiding is probably a part of your body protecting itself from like, I'm I'm still not wanting to be fully vulnerable, so I'm gonna turn off the faucet. And we're 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 all doing what we can. Um, yeah. I do also want to ask Kendall. Kendall, I want to ask about this character of you being TikTok's mom. Mm. There's so many videos of you doing this personality, but do you personally feel like it's it's encouraging you or discouraging you to be a mom yourself in this lifetime?
0: Oh, my God. You know what? It, it has made me come into... Here's what I really... I think it started as an impression of my mom. Uh It has slowly morphed into just me. It's just how I... And I think people really, when they meet me, they're like, you're very similar to that character, (laughs) Um, which feels crazy. But I get... I'm very excitable. I do think if I was a mom, I would be too much. I think I would be too excited all the time. I'd be very obsessed with my kid. So I think it's made me connect more with my motherly side.
1: Do you think Um, that knowing that about yourself makes you feel... Encourage or discouraged from wanting to have kids and obviously i don't need I to think, know like if you like if it's obviously a full yes or no because it would be an insane oh, thing to ask point. someone <laughs> but like at this point in your life what do you does your gut sway either way
0: i think it discourages me mm-hmm. from having children because i think that i if i had a child would be um it would overtake my entire life. Like, I don't think I would be able to just do it a little bit or be like healthy, honestly, with it. I think even when I watch how I am with my dog, Chaz sees it. I'm like, I'm very hyper obsessed with my dog and I take perfect care of her. Um, And I think if I had a kid, I would be... I just couldn't balance a career and having a kid. I think I'd feel so much guilt having a job mm-hmm. while also being like, oh, I need to just, I would just want to spend all my time. I think I'd be obsessed with my child. So therefore I just shouldn't have one.
1: Well, the thing is, is, it's it's. I think it's coming from such a good place of you wanting to be able to balance everything to honor your own happiness and path with a child. And I think that's actually a very emotionally um, evolved take on it now because I watched a video recently of someone I follow who said that their kid said they loved daddy more than mommy. And this and mommy was um, filming the video. It was from her perspective. And she said, instead of being like my mom, which was, you know, make my kid feel like they're responsible for my feelings. They just said, you're allowed to love daddy more. That's okay. And just like give them their thing. And I was listening to that. And I was like... That would not have been my gut instinct. (laughs) You can (laughs) love your daddy more than me. I would have been like, what did you say? (laughs) So I think like it's it's so healthy to have that awareness because you'd much rather have the awareness of what type of parent you don't want to be versus the opposite side, which is, of course I want kids and I'm just whatever, not going to consider it twice. I think considering just like marriage, just like moving to a new city, consider it.
0: Well, and I think it's like when you're gay you have to consider it because yeah. it's like so much thought would i think if i was straight or or if i was able to like naturally conceive a baby i would be like we'll see what happens you know and i if it happened i'd be like all right we'll figure it out like i think i'd be a good mom yeah um i think you'd be a good uncle why are you looking at me cuz i think Stop. we we'd have a beautiful baby um this but- is not the first time <laughs> kettle said this to me. I know. <laughs> you but would. i uh I think No I mean together. <laughs> Kendall has brought this up. And he knows before. and he said we would. Yeah, okay, we okay, okay. <laughs> um but what was I saying that uh can you get your hand? Off my sorry hand? <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but when you're gay or when you, you know, can't naturally conceive a baby, it's like I would have to either plan so much or like uh, go through a long application process or like spend a hundred thousand dollar. Like there's no yeah. just like casually it happening. So because of that, I'm like, yeah, I don't think there's I I would have a hard time believing there's that there would ever be a place where I was so like, yes, let's do it to do one of those paths.
1: I totally identify with that because you it's one thing to be a young person and be like, of course I like when I was a teenager, I was like, of course I want kids. And now that I'm like, okay, in my I'm 34, I'm like you really got to take stock in a lot of shit to to make that decision. Yes. Well, I, I want to make sure to have time to ask you the next famous podcast question, which is very important. It's if the world was ending, you could only save one character actress. Who would you save, Kendall? Do you have a name in mind?
0: Oh, I I do. Chaz says <laughs> this is a bad answer. No. <laughs> We were talking before we when we sat down. I was. Like, I upset. said I'm going to say Christine Bransky because she's so hot in The Grinch, and he <laughs> was like, "Wrong." He was like, "What?" Um. No, this oh, is I'm this upset. is a great
1: perspective. It's a great perspective on a person coming on the podcast and choosing a character actress that is not only a good character actress, but you also want to fuck her. That's kind of mm. that's kind of gorgeous. I think she's.
0: So hot in the Grinch. She's so hot in Mama Mia. She's so—I mean, it just is like it. The list, and I'm just like, but she's so funny. Um, I will never—I don't think anyone would describe my comedy as also really hot. But I—I I mean, <laughs> so I commend her for that.
1: Yeah. Listen, <laughs> she—I—I I think it's very important to note how tasty she looks in the Grinch. I mean, <laughs> yes, the comedic bits are amazing. What's the quote? My my fucking in-laws always say, um. Betty. There, thank you, thank you, thank you. you. That's it. one
0: part, I also, we were watching it the other day and my girlfriend and I were like, it is so weird how they make her, like they have the child who plays young her and they make the child who is her be like, Merry Christmas. It's like, what is this? (laughs) This is so
1: bad. Yeah, I wouldn't say that the Jim Carrey Grinch is the least cancelable Christmas film. Yeah. Uh, But Chaz, what character actress have you selected?
3: I... So struggled with this, and I think, and not that this is a better answer, but Candace
1: Bergen, mm, a delicious <laughs> answer in a different uh, way.
0: Oh. Uh, here's why I think Chaz said that as his answer because he has an impression of her no he likes d- to do. It's I, I. It can only say one word. Oh, hold on, it's from his continuity. Hold on, uh, I'm say gonna fuck it.
3: it up. Hold on, <clears throat> okay, New Jersey. <laughs> Did you hear it? <laughs>
1: Loud and clear, babe. You Loud yeah, and though, can. You, clear. You,
3: you? can. You can you tell that? Do it. Do it.
1: Do it one more time. Okay.
3: Okay. 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 <clears throat> it's only this one word.
2: Okay.
1: New Jersey. <laughs> I think it's the forming of the er and then the the syllabic nature of the weird, s.
3: Like it's yeah. New, huge also,
0: The first time Chaz <laughs> did that impression, he literally stopped mid. Impression I was like, that was really annoying. I had never done That it was before. really I had never done it before. If it
3: really you
1: tough. can't love yourself, how in the hell are you gonna love thank somebody else's Candace Bergen? Kind Can of get an A Bergen
3: No, but the best thing about Candace Bergen, other than her performance Congeniality, is I mean and Book Club and Book Club 2 oh. you thank is you is her Instagram. Have you do you follow her?
1: I don't think she, I've dodged into the like instagram
3: bags or something, and it's like she paints, <laughs> she paints on expensive designer purses. And she, like, will, like, take, like, a, a like a Birkin or something crazy and will, like, just paint on it. And she's wow. not, like, an amazing painter. I would kill for it, though. But she, there was one in the caption was, like, I told her I couldn't do faces. And the <laughs> thing on the bag was the most, she was trying to, like, paint this woman's kids. It was insane. It was fascinating.
1: To be anyway, huge a fan. character actress of a certain age where all you want to do is badly pained. It's
3: ruin a Prada bag. <laughs> a Prada
1: clutch. Oh, we love her. And honestly, you both. I was excited to talk to you, but this conversation I mean this. It's You're both so funny, so vulnerable and sweet. And I love watching your marriage um, a little uh, after your first fight and watching your little marriage quibbles in front of me is actually really special as well. Um, So uh, since we have to sadly end this gay ass podcast, tell the dolls where can they find you online or otherwise?
0: Well, you can find me at Kendall Landreth across all platforms. I also have a podcast it's called the BCC club it's anywhere you get your podcasts and then my girlfriend and I also have a podcast it's launching in January about relationships so if you want to know more about attachment styles
1: muzzle oh my god that's such a great okay great tease we will stay tuned in for that and I can't wait to to to...
3: crazy lineup of guests already I know oh y'all okay this
1: is I that's fully up my alley and I can't wait to post on the gay ass podcast stuff when it does come out because that is that's huge Chaz what about you
3: I am on Instagram as it's Chas May, and I hate saying this because I have to spell
1: it out. It's I T S. No, spelled that. Because spell there that is another Chazmay
3: who messages me, by the way. It's, <laughs> who, who the guy who has at Chaz May. Is he gay? Um, we're friends. Nope. he's like it's like he's like a baseball player. He's like a, a straight guy who plays baseball. That's all yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, he might be curious. Um, yeah, yeah, well, for sure, for sure, for Chaz sure. and Kendall and no podcasts. For now, I mean, listen, it's Mm -hmm. for now. For now, now. Um, uh, I will see you both at either UCB online improv classes, the gay bar, or beyond. Mm -hmm. Yes, thank you so much. Hey, thanks for listening to That's a Gay-Ass-Fucking-Podcast. If you want more bonus content, go to patreon.com slash podcast for bonus episodes, video content, and more. We will have bonus episodes there throughout the hiatus, which I take between seasons. It's going to start in the next couple of weeks and then go into the beginning of next year. So follow me on Instagram for more, at Eric Wills at gayasspodcast.com. And enjoy those taters.
4: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...